Doughboy Podcast, where we are champions of the common man. I'm your host, Buster Caballero. Thanks for tuning in. We sit down with certified good old boys and discuss how they're doing life, how they're getting by, their tips, their tricks, and getting down to the how to live life right by good old boy standards. So, sit back, relax, fix your cocktail, and let's get to the show. All right, all my good old boys out there, we're back in the studios and today, and I got a gentleman who I've uh, come to know over the last couple of years, uh, and, and today we're going to be getting a little hippie-ish, and good old boys, I've said it before, you can be a, a redneck, a coon ass, or a hippie, and that's what we have in the studio today. We have Mr. A.J. Olson from Hippie with a Haircut. How's it going, A.J., man? Oh, it's going great, and uh, so since the last time I updated the name, yeah, it's what's what's the new name? Fertilizing. Hippie fertilizing. That's right, because I was getting confused with the barbershop, and I do not cut hair. There's a there's a barbershop that's hippie with a haircut. No, but when it comes to listings and online marketing, uh, that's a, where they throw you, you into. Know, like, do you cut hair and grass? No, mm. no. In these <laughs> days, luckily, I don't even cut grass. Oh man, yeah. you tried that for a while, huh? Yeah, yeah, and occasionally I think about going, like, adding to it, but uh, these days I just do so much better, you know, supporting soil biology. Yeah, the, the, in this area, the, the lawn mowing business is saturated, wouldn't you say? I wouldn't even say that's the problem, you know, coming from someone who mowed lawns. Uh-huh. It's a very undervalued uh, profession. Everyone wants their lawn mowed, but they all want to pay 20 bucks to get it done because they all know someone around the corner that did it for $20. I just recently, uh, cool. you know me, I'd always cut my grass in this past season. I actually turned it over to a guy to do it. And uh, it was a guy that cuts like my neighbors and the neighbor and the neighbor. So I knew he was always here. Right. Because that was a problem. Like a guy would show up and then he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And he'd show up and then he wouldn't. So yeah, I turned that over this year, which was good. Freed up my time. Oh, yeah. And and so, I mean, it's a valuable thing. But fortunately, coming into the uh, organic fertilizing, which I do now, has just been so much more valuable for me. Uh, I can provide like a more valuable service to my customers. And it's something I really, really, really enjoy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when you get to see people's faces sometimes when they're like, you can't turn this around. I tried everything. And then especially during the right season, two weeks later, and they're like, oh, my God, what did you do? I'm like, I just sprayed hippie juice on there. So your specialty is, you know, you're hippie fertilizing, but you're not using your box brands of uh, Roundup and weed and feed and all those things. You're taking the organic approach. Organic, holistic, natural, however you want to term it. That's what I do. I follow one rule and one rule only. What's your rule? Uh, support soil biology. All right, yeah. Hey, so like, are you down with SSB? <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, AJ has been very kind. We're also working on the video for, portion of this. Uh, my last episode, we were able to upload it to YouTube. We did a Zoom call with uh, the guys from Disabled Outdoorsmen. And so now... You know, we're trying new things. We're branching out. We're going to see what happens. AJ is my test, uh, test, test pig on this one. So you know, no animal, actual arm, animals were harmed in the making of this episode. So, 
Uh, so, AJ, how did how did you get into this? Where, where what made you decide I'm going to go? Uh, you know, hug a lawn. Um, <laughs> hugging lawns, hugging trees, <laughs> trying to be out there supporting the bees. And there you go. Yeah. Uh, it was a few things that led up to it. Number one, when I was younger, I really wanted to do something for the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't know how. And I didn't want to go to college, become a, get an environmental engineer, all that good stuff. Got into lawn care. Uh, people used to pay me to do uh, various things. One of them was use weed and feed or weed killers in the lawn and i figured hey you know young 25 years old you're gonna pay me to spray the lawn to kill the weeds cool i'm down uh but then i got sick very shortly after just a few times doing it and stuff you can buy from the houston garden center even has on the label rubber gloves rubber boots fully clothed respirator what kind of how's what kind of sick did you get? Like, what was happening? I got nosebleeds, dizziness, headaches. Uh, I've never gotten nosebleeds, ever. Really? Dizziness. Like, I'd have to work a hard day in the middle of summer and not drink water all day to be get dizzy. I've never experienced that sort of stuff. And, like, nausea, just... Were, were you wearing any kind of, uh, like, PP&E, a face mask, or rubber gloves, or boots, or anything like that? Or it Nothing. was just go to town? I went to town. I read enough to know what to do to kill the weeds, and I stopped reading the label. As soon as, as, soon as it said what to do, you stopped, huh? Right. <laughs> you know? And then after... Trial, trial by fire. I love it. That's how we get a lot of stuff done nowadays. After I had that experience, I, I read the full label... And I realized, like, hey, this is a big deal if, if that much PPE is required. Mm-hmm. You know, back, I went through basic training, right? I was in the Army Reserves. They taught you uh, with a gas mask, usually if you smell it, you're probably going to die. So a hippie who was in the Army. Yes. Y'all love it. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you, you start doing this, you... You're one to help the environment, but that is now you're learning. Like, oh man, I'm I'm not feeling good. I'm getting sick. You don't want to stop what you're doing. So, where do you go next? What What do you start looking at? Uh, well, then did you have the internet at this time? I did. Where, did where's Google around? <laughs> yeah, Google's you know been around pretty much most of my lifetime. Oh, good, fortunately, you're lucky. Uh, yeah, I am. Some people have paid for degrees to learn what I've learned. It's all out there. It's amazing. You know, now just going and getting, what was that? It's probably my phone. Okay, that's cool. You know, you have guys who do go to school and go to college and get their engineering, get their degrees and things like that. But it's almost like in Goodwill Hunting, you know, when he says, like, you can learn the same thing for $5.35 in late fees by going to the public library. How you like them apples? It's so true. Information is out there. And I really learned a lot of stuff at the library as well. Really? Yes. I think libraries are very still underrated. Super underrated. Everything that they offer. You have almost a whole college right there. Yeah. If you just learn to teach yourself to ask questions. I, I told somebody this in one of the other episodes, too. It's like, if you're ever driving somewhere and you need to use the bathroom... <laughs> Find a library because they're always clean <laughs> and empty. Yeah, so there you go. So, so you start delving in. To I did first Google search. So Is another organic part of go the, using the chemicals and having that experience, right? Like opened my eyes to how nasty it was. So it made me ask all the questions. But then the other part was I was broke 
and someone else, you know, wanted me to fertilize their lawn, I was like, okay, I got this much money. I went and bought some cheap organic fertilizer from Home Depot. It said it wouldn't burn the lawn. It said it would green up the grass. You know, everything someone wants. Uh-huh. I bought it in the middle of summertime. It worked. I was like, what's up with this organic stuff? What was it? Uh, Millorganite. Okay, Millorganite? Yeah. yeah. You know, so if you're, if you're on a budget or you're just skeptical about organics, like it's... It's not like my favorite product these days, but it's definitely still better than your typical weed and feed or the other uh, chemical fertilizers, mm-hmm. most definitely. And it worked. So I was like, whoa, what's up with, why did this work? What's up? And started asking questions. We are so fortunate to have the MicroLife company based out of Houston. They are, yeah. <clears throat> so a few of my mentors and friends are master certified arborists. One in which owns many tree companies and goes throughout United States to do tree work, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, dude, I've been everywhere in the United States. Nobody makes better stuff than MicroLife. I'm like, how lucky am I? I get into organic fertilizing, and we got the best stuff in town. And right in your backyard, and and there it is. And it's everywhere now. Well, it's not your big box. you got to go to like an Ace True Value or a... uh, a nursery. A nursery for that. They and will I, not allow it to be sold in a big box store. Really? Yeah, and part of the reason is that it brings down the value for the nursery or the ace. Right. Because uh, they can buy it, sell it for cheaper. Yeah, they have more buying power. Yeah, and they've crushed businesses because people have gotten with them. And like EcoSmart is a pretty popular brand for natural pest control products. Mm-hmm. EcoSmart almost went under because they used to be at Home Depot, and then Home Depot cut them for EcoLogic. Uh, so they had to like so rebrand their stuff. Distribution channel. Oh man, because you have to be able to produce so much to do work with them. Oh man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of good quality products, compost, soils, organic fertilizers, and just even beyond MicroLife, they will not allow their stuff to be sold in big box stores. Well, that's good for them. I mean, that's that's kind of a testament. That's you know, that's like the little towns all over the. They have little towns all all over the United States that you know Walmart tries to come in and they're like no, and they push them back. Thank God. Good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I love our town we live in. There's a lot here handy, but man, I miss me a small town. I do. I grew up here. Yeah. <laughs> I so miss did my it. wife. And It's not the same. I'll be driving somewhere with her, and she'll be like, there used to be nothing here. Like, even 96 where we are. Yeah, no, pasture. Yeah. We got we kind of got lost the other day on the way back from uh, Austin, and we ended up in uh, LaGrange. And dude, we like pulled through here and was like, "What is this little town?" And I know the song from the Charlie Robinson song, but man, we pulled in there in a little downtown and a little coffee shop we stopped into and all this stuff. And I was just like, "I want to come back here, spend a day, <laughs> just hang out." So, you know, but that's okay. We tend to go on rants around here, so we got to try and bring it back. And I'm working on that. So <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So, so AJ, where do you start? When, when people are and God, my lawns. Shit, I've been fighting my lawn since I moved in here, and you've known me since I've moved in here. I'm still. I just haven't been consistent, and I have done the organic. I have done the chemical. I've gone, you know, back and forth in between everything. 
you you look at a lawn. What are what do people need to know? Um, okay, it's a it, to me. I look at it largely as a re-education process, mm-hmm. right? Educate us. So you're looking at your lawn like the HOA is going to call me for weeds. Mm-hmm. I want to have a better lawn than my neighbor. Damn straight, right? And I hey, want to make them cry. See, I don't care about the lawn. I want to have a bigger truck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you talk trash about my weeds, but I'll tell you around the block, you're, homeboy. You're the only hippie I know that drives a diesel. Uh, you, it's a Dodge, right? Yeah, yeah. A big diesel. And them keys are wrangling six, right now. Six seven straight pipe, five inch. That sucker roars. Oh, you're a, contra- a walking contradiction of what a hippie should be, and, and I really appreciate it. And I don't, you know, honestly. It, one of my goals, like personally, I want to have a nine-second diesel. Really? Rolling coal, baby. Sorry, I know it goes against the environmental stuff, but, oh, the rush. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Anytime I get a chance to drive a diesel, man, they're, they're great. Well, they're great. if you ever want to, you know, you can just fly one down 96. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, where, so where do we start? You know, you, it's a re-education, you say. What, what's the... So, what's the the misconception versus the actual information. The first thing you said that you've been doing for years, you're trying to fight the lawn. Right. Okay. So how did you learn that a weed was a weed? It's what my mother made me pull out of the garden when I was a kid. So that's <laughs> a little different if it was an actual garden. Okay. So a weed for me is crabgrass. And, and how from- did you learn about it, though? Let me ask you that. Google. No, like, I doubt it. Okay, how? Pro- like, you probably learned a little bit more about it from Google, but I, I can almost guarantee if we could trace back in your memory, right, it would be a series of Scott's commercials saying, do you have that low-life crabgrass in your lawn? Scott's Weed and Feed will feed your lawn and kill that low-life crabgrass. Really? I never met crabgrass that tried to punch me and steal my wallet. The advertisers got me. Marketing is good. Marketing. So marketing, 60 seconds or a minute, whatever it is, it's information. And mm-hmm. it's teaching us whether it's valuable or correct or not. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, take this, take that, do that. Did you learn about the side effects? No, because you just listened to the highlights. You said, it's going to kill this. It sounded convenient. It sounded important. Because you don't want crabgrass in your grass. You why have you ever checked out those root systems? They're incredible. Yeah, you, I have. Okay, I have sat in my yard and dug them up. So I have gone out there with a little shovel spade and pulled these son of a bitches up. So check this and, out. And I've pulled it all up and got it all up because the the way when I get to my Google now it says you could either use this product or you have to actually yank them up well i got news for you okay and make things a little easier for you go ahead even though i'm against the whole weed killing bit you can use orange oil and water mm-hmm. okay pay maybe about eight ounces to a gallon of mm-hmm. water spray it in the center spot spray it and in two days that sucker will die and shrivel up and you can like peel it right off the grass why is that uh, because the the citrus properties of uh-huh. the orange oil will strip the plant and burn it literally really yes do i have to wear gloves for that no i've actually like put it you know like swashed it in my mouth i have seen you do that with some of the stuff you do so is it like is that the orange neem oil uh neem oil is different neem oil is neem oil orange oil is orange oil okay um 
and then also you could use landscape vinegar but mm. spot spray it i prefer orange oil because you're gonna that the oil properties are actually going to help out the the soil as they break down how's that um i've just recently learned that oils uh and neem oil is one of them um will help build up like the lipids basically it helps just feed the soil biology and you get less uh fungus issues like negative fungus issues that's another thing <clears throat> yeah like that fat. is bad around here uh but that's because everyone's using the junk and killing off essentially their soil's immune system mm -hmm. you know so so i'm sure you've heard of like taking probiotics right yeah i do okay so the stuff that i use is like probiotics for the lawn okay so the other part to kind of go back to the the question of of how i approach this is the re-education and and you know i like to look at it like i don't fight problems i don't treat problems i feed solutions you feed what you want and that will usually take over what you don't want right instead of an insecticide and fungicide and herbicide and all these aside if it says aside set it aside <laughs> okay <laughs> like i like it like what do you, what are you gonna do uh if you get a cold i take you know. medicine okay well hopefully though i have prepared my body with enough <laughs> vitamin c magnesium zinc probiotics and prebiotics and all my greens and everything else supplements i take to right. keep me healthy that it doesn't affect me and if it does it's cut in half okay so i look at it this way you know i would rather go to grandma for grandma's chicken soup yes for a cold yeah. Then some people like, you know, they get a sniffle and they want to get like all oh, the antibiotics or they want to go get chemo. And I'm like, hey, don't go get chemo over a cold. Don't give me the it. shot. <laughs> give me that. Give me that no, steroid shot. Like, like your, your body <laughs> learns from this stuff. Uh, and what we tend to do is really commit chemical warfare on our lawns, mm -hmm. perpetuating our problems because those insecticides and fungicides and everything, they kill off more good stuff than they kill off bad stuff right so they don't allow for nature to like do what nature does best like your immune system in most cases can fight off things naturally right like i said in most cases mm -hmm. uh so i mean with lawns i say there's never an instance last year i figured out how to kill chinch bugs naturally dude <clears throat> i once again last year I went to war with those son of a bitches where I was like every week I was, you know, went get the blue bottle mm -hmm. and I sprayed it and I, I went, I sprayed the whole lawn. I told the kids don't get on the lawn. I told the dogs on, you know, that's what I did. And then I waited a week and I sprayed another one. And I did that and I did that because, you know, I was just so mad at it. And I've got my wife who I love my wife very much, but. You know, I'm sitting there, and I, it's in the back of my head. And this has caused tension where she's like, this grass is so ugly. What are you going to do about it? I'm, I'm doing it. I, I, I am doing it, darling. <laughs> I get, that's like where my hippie part comes in. You know, it's so ugly. It's this. It's that. It's like, man, why are people... We live a good life if our lawn is the, what stresses us out. Yeah. I'm just going to adjust it a little bit. Get it more up high, get you some, some clearance. So, is it too loud or no? Well, you can be a little louder if you want. So, okay, yeah. Uh, but I hear I, the number one thing I hear all the time that I think is kind of funny and it drives me nuts is 
AJ, the weeds are killing me. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not a doctor, so, <laughs> you know, you better go, you better call a doctor. <laughs> That's just sales. <laughs> you know, because uh, let's take some common ones. Clover. Everyone freaks out over clover. You know what clover does? What does clover do? Clover naturally fixes atmospheric nitrogen from the air and puts it into your soil. And then when it heats up outside, mostly that clover dies off. So right now in my yard, I've got, like, it's all kind of brown. It's it's died. It's mm-hmm. dead. And, it's gone uh, dormant. Go, gone dormant, yeah. Let's dormant. See. Please correct me for proper nomenclature. And uh, <laughs> But right by the front, there's a big old patch of clover. And flowers that my kids pick for my wife whenever they come in. See, and your kids. See I'm not mad flowers. at it. Us, you know. <laughs> uh, and dandelion. Okay, dandelion mines up calcium and other minerals, and so a lot of times weeds are signs of deficiencies, right? Of, mm-hmm. of certain things. And when we use these chemical fertilizers, there's a lot of salt. The type of nitrogen is unhealthy for the soil and creates fast growth, making weak plant cells, Mm -hmm. making your stuff more susceptible to your favorite thing, chinch bugs, (laughs) right? Or, uh, or, you know, brown patch, Mm -hmm. right? Because you've annihilated the immune system. Gray spot. Yeah, all that. And and some of these things are, are just seasonal. I got everyone calling me right now because we've had five days of 75 degree weather or something. And they're like, it's springtime. Anyone listening? This year, it's March 10th is when the time changes. So after that, you can have some like more perfect lawn expectations. Because the frequency of the light coming to the earth right now is different than it is in spring and summertime. Something that most people don't realize. And that changes everything on how everything grows. Plus, the other factor of grass is that it needs to be above an average temperature of 60 degrees at night for your grass to go out of its dormancy. And that hasn't been the case. No, it was uh, last night I woke up about 2 in the morning and I was just cold. And I, I went to look at my thermostat and I pulled it up on my phone and I was like, holy hell, it's like 65 in the house. I hurried up and turned all the heaters on because it was 70 it was 72 during the day. Yeah. And so, then, and, then and it now, it's, now it's probably in the 50s, it, 60s. Yeah, it's in the mid-50s right now. Yeah. And this nice. morning when I got up, it was 37 degrees. Yeah. So it's not warm enough yet for us to have our beautiful Texas St. Augustine lawns. Should we be watering right now? Not really. We've had so much rain. Do not water. That will just cause you problems. Yeah. I've turned my sprinkler off. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the, what about these... What about these weeds where it's like the big giant stalk just coming out and it's got the leaves that are like real pointy and prickly? and um, Those are, I believe, different types of thistle. Yeah. And, you know, me personally, I just rip them out. Okay. Right? Uh, again, anything that's an herbicide, anything that says aside, set it aside. Because anytime you try and kill that plant, or especially if you want to do it in an easy way, in a broadcasting manner. Mm-hmm. You're you're kind of setting everything else up for diseases mm-hmm. and issues. Uh, but the other aspect of say hippie fertilizing, right? I love fertilizing. I'm I'm actually good at making pretty lawns. Maybe you've seen some of the results of the pictures I've posted, right? And but check this out. What's been a big problem here in the last couple of years? 
They change bugs? No. And I'm talking well, about environmentally. Uh, I would say flooding. Yeah. Flooding's okay. been a huge issue. I've even been to city council meetings more often. And Bay Ridge, is they're, they're up there all the time. And we yeah. know why. With good reason why. why got, we witnessed it. Yeah. I was over there helping people afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and so think about this i've i've done the numbers right we don't we look at lawns as this thing that we need to mm-hmm. compare to and make perfect and yada 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 uh well let's look at it at it as an, what it should be looked at as an environmental green space okay you know in the u.s there is more than fifty-three thousand acres of of lawn there's more lawn than there is corn in the United States. Wow. Did you know that? No. It is the number one most irrigated crop in the United States. So check this out. And because, you know, homeowners don't know any better and they are not subject to rules like agriculture or other businesses, homeowners tend to use three times more herbicides, pesticides, and chemicals on their lawn than, than farmers, right? And they say, farmers, it's a big issue. They're spraying with Roundup. They're putting all these pesticides. Well, we're doing the same thing to ourselves over a weed. So, so, so we're, we're upset because we're trying to buy the more expensive organic tomatoes at HEB. But at the same time, we're dumping down Roundup all over our yard. The th- same thing that we don't want on our food. Exactly. And if you can smell it, which... It's, I, it's potent. Yeah. Then you're exposed to it. And when you smell it, your body doesn't doesn't filter it out like you do when you drink something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that aspect. There's, there's, it's like five ways that you, some stuff gets into the, your body. You either ingest, inhale, a puncture wound, or... Or even absorption through your, your skin. skin. Yeah. And that happens in seconds. People think it takes a long time, yeah. but it's, it's almost instant. So I, I did the numbers on this. Let's take a 4,000 square foot turf, right? What's mm-hmm. the, do you know what the average recommended watering rate is? No. One inch per week, right? So at one inch per week, per average recommendations, that turns out to be 9,920 gallons a month. All right? Almost 10,000 gallons of water that to would, water well, your lawn. That's a lot. That's a lot, right? So, so check this out. If we looked at it as a green space, supporting soil biology, looking at it as a in place to have... Who, who put out that recommendation? Uh, to be exact, I don't know, but I know it's all over Scott's stuff. It's all over you uh-huh. know, all your conventional uh, information. Yeah. That's what it's based on, and it's like 0.62 gallons uh, per square foot. Okay. Right? So anyway... Um, you can Google search this, and one inch per week is that. I've heard thing. that where you take even like a tuna tin or something and put mm-hmm. it out in your yard, and because that, it's one like one inch tuna deep, can yeah. is one inch. Uh, so check this out: if we could absorb eight inches of rain in an hour, now that's a lot of flipping rain, right? Mm-hmm. You know what that turns into in that same four thousand square feet? What's that? Twenty-seven thousand gallons. I did my math on this a few times. Okay. So if we didn't think of, like, if we just kind of shifted our view 
right? We've shifted our view on many things over the years. You know, in the 1950s, they had a, a camel cigarette commercial that said nine out of ten doctors recommend yeah. camels, <laughs> right? Yeah. They used to recommend menthol cigarettes for coughing. Yeah, eases the. You knew that, right? Yeah, it, it would. Their reasoning was it eased the uh, vocal cords and it eased the esophagus, the cooling menthol. That's when you had like mentholatum and all that. Menthol was a cool thing, so mm-hmm. let's throw it in a cigarette. Right. So, so like you know, information changes. The truth does not. I look at it, and mm-hmm. this is. You know, there's many different aspects, and we can go in many different directions. But obviously, lawns and fertilizing is is where I look at it. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a reeducation process. I don't want to poison myself because someone else told me to kill a plant. That's silly. These plants never hurt me. I mean, maybe poison ivy really gets to people, right? Yeah. But other than that, your common weeds in your lawn—they're not attacking you. They're not hurting you, your kids, your dog. In fact, they're opening up the soil so you can absorb more water and reduce uh, the, the, the stress of the infrastructure when we have heavy rains. So what about whenever they say, like, for instance, crabgrass, mm-hmm. is, it grows out, it chokes, all, it chokes all the good grass out? That's not really true. Why? I, why is it not true? Because, why? Because these things will grow out and further and further and further, and then I've got a big, you know. Well, now I have watched your lawn over the years. You do have a particular case of some bad Dude, crabgrass. More than most people. I, I, I don't I'll know what that. it is. I'm ready to like just scorch the whole thing and lay down some new sod. Uh, like, I, I, I think. I think I pissed off a couple of people, and when they came, they were like, okay, guys, put every piece of crabgrass. <laughs> it's like if they're selecting the the sod, they say like, oh, man, here's all crabgrass. Yeah, bring it to Buster's house and put it in his. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, I know the, the one area in the front was like particularly bad. That's the one where I've spent like three hours pulling. Okay, here's why it's getting worse. The, the roots on there are tu- tuber roots. Right, so every time you rip it out, you leave little pieces. Those little pieces grow into more. So, like, try the orange oil and water. Okay. All right, but and it's gonna work best when it heats up. Mm-hmm. So don't trip on it right now. You gotta tell my wife that, and my father-in-law. My father-in-law will come here and alarm Mike. I know he he almost murdered the lawn once when I was working on it in the past. Uh, well. And luckily, I have pictures to prove that I brought the backyard <laughs> back. Yeah. But he'll get out there with a uh with like an uh, an axe or something and like chop them out and get them out. You know, it's time consuming, but one of the best ways to start to overcome a a lawn or a weed infestation is mowing with a bag. Because every time I you're going to pick up the seeds. I will do that every time. Every single time? Yes. And you mow it at the highest setting? Yes. I know you do because I've, I drive by occasionally. You've seen me in my in my Ranger panties and my white shrimp boots and my hat and my and I'm going to town. And, you know, that's that's the one thing I've always done because I've heard so, it's... Try some microlife this year and feed the soil. Okay. Feed it. Because, like I said, a lot of times these weeds are indications that you need more like proper nutrients so what should people be doing right now it is february mid-february what what should people be doing 
uh, to prep it on. Because I've heard, you know, hey, you got to prep your lawn and throw down, you know, your typical, you apply fertilizer, then you apply a, uh, a broad leaf, and then you mm-hmm. apply a, a slow release, and then a fast release, and then a, another application of broad leaf, and then you put your your herbicide and you know you know what you know what i'm talking about right? I know. and i don't want to i don't want to go that way conventional thinking though okay right for one so again the re-education process i'm not gonna fight a lawn that's silly i got bigger problems in my life you know mm-hmm. uh every year you look at my lawn right now you're gonna be like aj i don't know how you're in business you don't know crap middle of summertime you're gonna look at my water bill and look at my grass and be like this doesn't add up bro your lawn's perfect because uh, I don't fight I wa- it. I, I hate, that's another thing I hate is my watering. And I don't know if I just don't have it right. But I'll, I'll water like for, I think, five minutes in every section. I got a product every- that I want you to try this year. All right. Okay. Some some Microlife Hybrid. It's a, it's a 2005. It's got loads of nitrogen. It's going to make your grass grow like it's on organic steroids. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> I'll put my lawn on a cycle. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some good old organic juice. Yeah. So, what should people be doing right now? Like I said, we go off on tangents and then we try and bring it back. So, uh, Humates Plus is really good mm-hmm. to use right now. Now, what is Humate? Uh, I, I know what it is, but if somebody here is listening, they, they're like, what the hell is Humate? Okay. The best way to explain it, and as quickly as I can, is a hu- Humate product or it's called humic acid Mm -hmm. is a form of like carbon with tons of minerals and it helps chelate other minerals it helps lock up uh, toxins it helps open up clay soils so imagine we all have lovely clay soil around here right Mm -hmm. imagine it like a plastic shower sheet on your ground and so what humates does is like pokes millions of little holes in it okay so it kind of opens it up humates does so many things i could write a book just on that it's incredible uh but it also has the the micro life products especially have biological inoculant packages so they have good bacteria and good fungi that are going to help support your soil's immune system but the other thing that is really one of the best things to do is compost i used to think like oh that's too expensive or this and that and the other it's too much work well now that's how i make the most money because that's it for my customers that's how i know i'm going to get the best Mm -hmm. results are you doing composting right now on lawns everybody's lawn yes like if they want it we're composting it because that from the last few years i started doing that again Mm -hmm. i'm like god dang this is the golden ticket you've done it for my yard you've you've uh yeah, I did one time. Yeah. And and I swear, I promise you, right at that time, you had a chinch bug issue. Yeah, I did. And I swear it would have been way worse had I not composted. Oh, I'd be mowing my grass, and all of a sudden, these little white moths are flying up out and of my lawn. That's and a sod webworm. Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's the what sod it was. webworms were really, really bad. Uh-huh. I mean, I was pulling up, like, chunks. Quit pulling up the grass when no, it looks bad. But... <sighs> I mean, I'd just grab it and it like I'd pull it up like a bad toupee. There was nothing. There were no roots. There was nothing. The grass is just sitting there, and then it dies. And then after a while, you know, I'm trying to do my research on this, and I was here, you know, oh, you got to aerate your lawn, you got to dethatch it, you got to do all this stuff to it, and you know, so well, these days I have what I like to call my hippie lawn restoration package. 
What is in your package? Shit. <laughs> Show us your package. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> sit down, stay calm. Uh, one cubic yard of compost, one cubic yard of enriched topsoil blend, a bag of fertilizer, and hippie juice all together. Mm hmm. And you won't see the results right now due to the season, but say we're in mid-March mm-hmm. or through, say, middle of June, most of my lawns come back in two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. I love it because even through the past years, I've had like older gentlemen because they're kind of my toughest crowd. Yeah. yeah, this crap doesn't work. I was using Scots for 30 years. It's great. I'm like, yeah, my grandma smoked for like 35 years. She still died of lung cancer. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, may have worked for you, but was it really? Uh, anyway, I've had these gentlemen come to me and like, AJ, I'll be honest, I thought you were full of it. And I just let my wife, you know, do what she was going to do. I'm not going to argue with her. But I have to say, I've never seen results like this. I'm like, yeah, yeah organics works support soil biology bro simple (laughs) well i think it's kind of like the same thing that is happening with people nowadays Mm -hmm. and and we touched on this kind of earlier you know nowadays everybody's you know they take their prebiotics they take their uh ginkgo biloba they take they're taking all these things that are trying to help support a better innard yeah and because your gut bacteria is incredible. Yeah. And the more I learn about organics, the more I learn about health. I'm a part mm-hmm. of this organization called OBA. It's a Organic Horticultural Benefits Alliance. Last year, I got to go see this lady named Dr. Uh, Maya Klein. She wrote The Dirt Cure. Just last month, I saw a lady named Eva Selhub. She wrote Your Brain on Nature. And they are both traditionally trained doctors in their field dr maya klein is a neurosur or a, a neurologist and a pediatrician right mm-hmm. i forget uh the main field that dr eva Selhub is in but they they both had extreme things happen in their life that made them like look for other answers and they've both come to the conclusion like yo nature and our bodies and uh, the way we're designed is meant to be like be fed a certain way and not through processed foods and tons of antibiotics don't get me wrong i think medicine has its place Mm -hmm. right right but it's overused uh you know take a pill for this and a pill for that and a shot for this and a shot for that you don't let your body learn and we we treat nature the same way let me treat this let me treat that let me treat that what i i like to get to the root of the cause (laughs) right I see what you did there. I want to know what really caused it and how to fix it properly so mm-hmm. that the plant can heal itself. Because a lot of times we can't... We so, so where's where's the lawn's gut? In the soil. Absolutely, 100%. Okay. The tree's gut, the flowers, the rose, the bush, all their guts are, are in the root system. Mm-hmm. in the soil so around the root system you have what's called a rhizosphere there's more life around those little roots than there is on top of the surface right on the whole surface of a plant there can be more life in like five inches of a root zone than the entire top of the plant so check this out we all hear about photosynthesis right right 
Uh, that's how the plant makes food for itself. Yeah, it's well, check it out. It's not really making food for itself. It's making food for the fungi and bacteria through what's called exudates. So they're basically trading off little food packets. So the little tree is like, hey, you know, oh, if you feed me, I'll feed you. And that's what happens. So you can have a, a bug bite a plant at the very top of it, right? Let's say a 200-foot oak tree mm-hmm. or something. And that plant will send down enzymes to certain specific sets of bacteria that will send up other enzymes to it to like give it signals to ward off that bug. Hmm. But when we feed plants synthetically, we shut down that that food making system. We shut down its its reason for making exudates. Because it doesn't have to itself anymore. It, it thinks it doesn't have to. Okay. You know, kind of like our, our body Okay, we like chips, but it doesn't have everything that we need. No. But you can eat enough chips to be full, right? Yeah. Well, they've also chemically engineered chips to make you want to eat more. And and so that's also how kind of like synthetic fertilizer works. You need more, and then you need more. And then I'm in this crazy loop of like, I treated it, I fed it, I treated it. Is that... Why, dude? Okay, so it's crazy. When I go to like Home Depot and I see weed and feed and all this stuff, the price comparison is very small. Like it's it's cheaper. It is, mm-hmm. but more organic. When I look at that, I'm like, I got sticker shock at it. To say like, man, this is way more. It's almost sometimes you know either a third or, you know, it's 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 a little more expensive. And the reason I'm asking that is almost like food nowadays. You can buy a, you can go to McDonald's and get a burger for a dollar. Or you can go get for five dollars, you know, a real healthy, healthy food. Let's just. Or no, let's just say for 10 bucks, you get a grass fed burger. Correct. Okay. Right. So yeah. I love some grass-fed meat, and there's. I had some last night. We made burgers. It was yeah. real good. It was a difference, right? Yeah, it is. And it's also a difference in the set of vitamins in it. So you know, a person that eats grass-fed beef mm-hmm. is less likely to be affected by heart disease and other like uh, heart-related factors than a person who eats low-quality mm-hmm. beef because yeah. of the vitamins that are in it. Uh, but then how much, do, and, and this is kind of where I'm going with this. I might be leading you with this. Is that why it's cheaper? Because like you just said, you have to use more and then you use more and then you use more. It's Whereas, cheaper because you, not only did you use more, but then you had a pest problem. Now you bought something for pest control. Now you have more weeds. You bought something for weed control because you are trained through marketing I need this, this, and this, and this. And then without knowing what's going on, you have five different problems that you had to treat. So with with organics, you're feeding everything. You're building that soil immunity. You're making healthier plants. So yeah, it costs you 50 bucks for a bag of fertilizer. But the longer you use that and, and the same recommended time amounts as you would a normal fertilizer, you didn't necessarily have to buy... Uh, stuff to kill chinch bugs and you didn't have to water as much so your irrigation costs go down there's so many things you don't do 
when you use a little bit more expensive bag of fertilizer. Now, does it start Price. out that way? Uh, no, because like sometimes your your soil and your grass, your trees are going through a detox. And just mm-hmm. like us, when we go through a juicing or a cleanse or anything, at first you feel like junk. You feel like shit. Right? Yeah. I did that uh, a few weeks ago. I went uh, I went 24 hours. I did mm-hmm. a 24-hour fast. I do, I'm doing the intermittent fasting right now, but I just kind of wanted to push myself a little bit, and I did the 24 hours, and it sucked. And I, and I kind of messed up because I did it after a weekend of not eating that well. Like, mm-hmm. I waited two days, and I didn't. Man, I was... I told my wife like I had problems with my sinus and everything, and now I'm on the other way on the other side of that, and I feel like a million bucks. So the same works with organics. Your mm-hmm. soil can still go through a detox. Uh, you're gonna go through these changes, and how I look at it, and what I've seen with my customers over and over again, especially after I've gotten better at perfecting my craft, right, is problems still happen. I don't care how healthy you are, you can catch flu or catch cold right mm-hmm. but most of the time when you're healthier it lasts a few days instead of a couple weeks yeah right and so it takes a lot less inputs to fix a problem with an organic lawn yeah i just uh, i just watched a video by thomas delauer and it uh it talked about vitamin c mm-hmm. and when you get sick about how your body you can't you don't produce vitamin c you have to get vitamin c through you know outside sources and uh and they did a clinical trial where, like, people who didn't take vitamin C, they got sick on average 50% more. People who did get sick when they had vitamin C in them, it lasted 50% less. So mm-hmm. if someone got the flu and it lasted seven days, and I, I'm just saying the flu, don't people don't be like, that's not how the flu works. No. Okay. So somebody got sick and it lasted seven days. Somebody with vitamin C, the proper nutrition, the proper minerals, the proper biosphere, I guess, it lasted three days. Mm -hmm. So, and I think for environmental wise, I'm all about, I'm an outdoorsman. I'm a conservationist. I'm the guy that, you know, you go in the woods, you, you bring out what you bring in and more if you can. Right. You know, cleaning up the environment. So, Making sure that they have that available. So, that's my thought on it. it like, let me, uh, which is excellent. And so how, how much would it take to contaminate a gallon of water of a substance? How much Roundup would it take to contaminate a gallon of water? I'd guess a drop. Right? Even if, like if, a fraction of a drop. Right. If I put a drop... Of yeah. Roundup and a gallon of water, would you drink it? No. But yet, that's kind of what we do because all that Roundup and all that crap goes into our own water system. And then we cook with that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we shower in it. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, we're... Our kids play in it. Right. We're poisoning our own selves and then blaming bigger companies for all the crap that they do, but yet we can't even get our own lawn and our own life off of, like, plant drugs. <laughs> like, dude, get the lawn on my rehab. My lawn's hooked. <laughs> my, my lawn needs a lawn. That's a, I like that lawn rehab. There yeah. you go. Yeah, man. I put lawns through hippie rehab, and it works. <laughs> you know? Well, uh, consistency is key, just like anything. Working out is important, mm-hmm. right? Eating healthy is not just something you do once a week. Uh, that's why it's called a cheat day. Yeah. You eat bad one day, not you eat good one day. You should do it a cheat meal. 
Because once you do one cheat meal, get back to eating healthy. You don't want to go a whole day of you just okay. eating like shit. But to me, when it comes to lawns, organics, plants, everything, there's never, ever, never, ever a reason to cheat. Mm-hmm. Don't do it because you're cheating yourself, you're cheating your environment, and you're cheating everybody that has to enjoy that environment with you. Yeah. You know, like to me, I look at it like your kids are way more important than the weeds in your lawn. That's kind of I'm gonna hard use to that argue. On my wife. That's hard I'm to gonna, argue, right? I'm going to tell that tomorrow. You're like, well, no. <laughs> no, okay. Here, here. Uh, I just posted a, a, a blog of uh-huh. six reasons why not to use chemicals on the lawn. Do you know that animals, dogs especially, and because they're more out on the lawn than, say, if you had a cat, mm-hmm. right? But dogs and children are more susceptible to these lawn chemicals than adults. They will get nausea. They can have these lawn chemicals can cause endocrine issues, ADD, ADHD. They mess with your gut bacteria. So many things. And children and dogs are much more susceptible to it because then they have smaller livers and smaller uh-huh. kidneys, so they can't flush out the toxins like an adult can. I've heard that like dogs, if there's an issue in your home, and your dog starts acting, your dog will act funny before anyone else. Right, because they have a much smaller system, yeah. so they can't get out the junk the way we're designed to. I do think that we're putting way too much chemicals and other additives and stuff like that into our foods, into our drinks, into our stuff like that. And out of, I think that's affecting our kids. I watch a lot of these documentaries, you know, the uh, the magic pill and all those mm-hmm. about food and how you should be eating and things like that and how food is the best medicine. I, I believe that. And I think, AJ, what you're doing is you're actually bringing a good light to an, to an area where people may not be thinking about. Because like, like we started off saying, you know, you want the greenest lawn on the block. You want the nicest, fullest, luscious. And what are you going to do? You're going to do it at anything to get it going right away because we're impatient because we're, you know, we want it greened up. So let's go throw a bunch of uh, iron on the lawn or, you know, we got chinch bugs. Let's go spray them and kill all those little sons of bitches. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm, I, I get it. Replacing a lawn is expensive. Yes. Dealing with HOA is a headache. Yep. Right, having your name. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> right, I know you do. Uh, you know, so there's a lots of good reasons I can understand people don't want to deal with this, but we get in a panic, mm-hmm. and we take all the wrong routes because, unfortunately, nine times out of ten, you do a Google search, you ask your friend, you listen to, you know, some citrus guy on the radio, <laughs> like they're telling you to treat everything. Mm-hmm. And that's not the right approach. Like your your buddy doesn't know soil, most likely, unless you're you're friends with me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or friends with like some of my other friends. I have some yeah. super knowledgeable friends. Uh, so we get a lot of the wrong answers. Well, take this, try that, do that, cut it shorter. Don't ever mow St. Augustine less than four inches. I don't care what the season is. I don't care what somebody told you. St. Augustine grass grows best at four inches in a residential area, and that's only to keep everyone else happy, but in nature, it grows from 18 inches to three feet. <laughs> and think about it this. Before you want to chop off your lawn so it looks like a golf course, number one, it's not golf course grass, so don't treat it like that. I have, I, I know people that like, say, they'll be like, oh, my grass looks so good, and when I look at it, it's like, you scalp this son of a bitch. Oh, and I bet their water bill is insane. Yeah. You know, and, and what they try to do, like the average... So, like, my average customer probably spends about 600 bucks a year, right? Mm-hmm. 
my average before they came to me they usually spend about two grand trying to just fix their lawn oh i've dropped some serious dollars <laughs> on some stuff <laughs> and, and i'm like shit <laughs> you know and 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 some of it's gonna happen but i'm willing to bet like most of it was preventable and uh-huh. some of it that did happen that you're dropping the bucks on you didn't realize but you created that on fire you know like hey let's Probably put sugar no. let's put sugar in the gas tank yeah it's not mm-hmm. going to be good mm-hmm. no <laughs> yeah so well AJ man we're coming up on a uh, on an hour of this I try and keep these but I, I I would like to have you back again maybe at certain couple of times during the year just to talk more lawns and what people should be doing and what they should be you know not doing so before we wrap this up Mm-hmm. Let me give some some simple critical tips. That, that's what I was gonna say. You know, in closing this out, give us your, <clears throat> give us your tips. Okay, give us your give us your. Y- y- y'all heard me say support soil biology. Okay, AJ. Well, how do I do that? Or what is real soil food? Number one, your cheapest, best, safest bet: go to the grocery store and get organic molasses. Mm-hmm. Mix it with water, spray it over everything. It's amazing. Okay, it's cheap. It works. It's easy. Can you do that now? You can do that now. You can do that all year long. Okay. Okay. And uh, contrary to popular belief, it will actually help you decrease the ants in your lawn. All right? Yeah. Because it'll build up your microbes. Ants don't like good bacteria. You win. And and liquid seaweed, it's good all year long. Compost. uh, Even, you know, us guys, we got beards now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You shave your beard. Go take some of that beard hair and <laughs> shove it up under your flowers, and you're going to see the best blooms you've ever seen. So stay away from chemicals. Do not treat problems. Feed solutions. I like it. Okay? And remember, nobody knows grass like a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> I like that tagline, man. I like it. Yeah. So, AJ, man, let's say somebody's listening to the show. They want to get a hold of you and say, you know, you are in the League City. Gal- let's just say the Galveston area. How, how does somebody get a hold of you, man? Uh, they can contact me through my website at hippiefertilizing.com. My number is 832-277-3710. And I'm also very active on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. I have a few different social media sites. You can find each and every one of them simply through searching Hippie Fertilizing. We'll put all those in the show notes, too, so that if somebody's uh, listening to this on their phone and they want to look in the show notes, they can find it and click on that, too. So. Yeah, and I encourage y'all look up the latest blogs. They're got loaded, excellent information that will raise eyebrows and educate you. Well, good, good, man. Is there anything that else that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to, or uh, what about the? Don't y'all have an event, or is it coming yes, up this weekend? Uh, yes, thank you for reminding me. Um, I've is it been this playing, weekend or it is this weekend? We got Saturday and Sunday at the boat ramp at Eager Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing the the 21st annual Clear Creek cleanup. It's been going on for a few weekends, and we got one and a half more weekends. We got this weekend that we're going to be out there cleaning up again all around the creek. We go down, uh, I guess, like the shorelines of everything, mm-hmm. pick up all the trash we possibly can. We provide They provide rubber boots and gloves. Of course, if you can bring your own, that's fantastic. People of all ages are welcome. If you got your own boat that you'd be willing to put some trash on, that's even more awesome. I realize those. You got some cool fishermen boats out there and stuff. So, you know, we have boats. 
uh, there that we get dirty and rough up and we're yeah. cool with that. Uh, our grand finale is going to be the following weekend for the Clear, Clear Creek cleanup. And yeah, it's the Clear Creek Environmental Foundation. Okay. So when this will drop, this will drop Monday. So that one will be, uh, that one will have passed, but the final will be the weekend coming up after this one drops. Yes. So, uh, yes. We'll, it will be we'll Saturday. Uh, I believe everything will be starting at 9 a.m. If you can get there earlier, that'll be fantastic. And even on the final one, uh, Esteban's comes out and caters. Cool. Right? Uh, yeah, good we food. have a newspaper that comes out, and lots of people, like, really the whole cleaning up and the ending part happens very fast. So if you don't want to do a whole lot, right, but you mm-hmm. still want to be a part of it, uh, it's, come out at the end. <laughs> come out at the end, okay? You get a t-shirt. <laughs> and we're going to be doing some amazing changes with the Clear Creek Environmental Foundation this year. Well, that's great. Um, AJ, man, I appreciate you coming out here and talking to me tonight. I know uh, I, I do these recordings in the evening, man. When I asked you if you can come on by and I ran into you in HEB a few times and we were able to do this, man, I really appreciate it. Uh, you coming and sharing your knowledge and what you're what you're doing out here. You know, as I said, good old boys can be anybody. They can be any creed, race, color, you know, or even a hippie. So, yeah. AJ, bud, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Buster. All I right, everybody. It. This was Hippie with a haircut, Mr. AJ, out here spreading wisdom on your lawns. Guys, we know we all like to take care of our lawns. We like to make sure they're nice. We like to make sure they're uh, they're the envy of the neighborhood. But it, I hope if you've listened to this, maybe you take a step back and you kind of think about your environment a little bit. Let's uh, let's take a second and maybe try something a little different this year. Uh, as always, if you know a good old boy that should be on this show, please contact me. Let me know about him. If you are a good old boy and you've got something to say, shoot me a message. I've got a couple of people lined up already ready to come on, so we're going to have some good shows coming up. Uh, please go and subscribe and share this and like with your friends. That's how I get ranked higher. That's how I get a little bit more knowledgeable out there. And for all the people who, I, when I see them asking when's the next one coming out, I really appreciate the listen, and I really do appreciate uh, the support and the messages I've been getting. So, guys, uh, good old boys out there, as always, I want you to just say hi to your mom and them for me.